You're listening to the Physics Ed Podcast. For hundreds of ideas, free experiments and more, go to physicseducation.com.au. And now, here's your host, Ben Newsom. Yes, welcome again for another Phys Ed Podcast. Glad to have you again for another chat around science and STEM and all that sort of thing. Trust me, today is a very interesting chat around STEM because we're hanging out with Kate Lahan, who is the Branch Commissioner for Scouts Australia in the ACT. Now, you might be wondering, hang on, Scouts, what's that got to do with STEM? Trust me, it has a lot. You see, since 2015, Sci Scouts has been running, and Kate's been right in the thick of it, getting kids very much hooked up with passionate STEM experts to really learn about what it really is to do science in the real world. It's such a great program, and tell you what, it's not for like 30 or 40 kids. We're talking like over a 1,000 or so, and it's growing, growing, and growing, and getting bigger and bigger as each year goes along. It's so cool and such a great program to hear about. So uh, let's get into it. Let's find out what Kate's been getting up to and more importantly, what the kids get to do too. This is the Physics Ed Podcast. We're all about science, ed tech and more. To see 100 fun free experiments you can do with your class, go to physicseducation.com.au. That's physics spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. And click 100 free experiments. Yeah, so I'm the Branch Commissioner for STEM and Innovation here in uh, the Scouts ACT in Canberra, which is the national capital of Australia. And I've been running the Sci Scouts program for the last five or six years. We started it in 2015. So we engage kids in a whole bunch of different programs with scientists, um, but primarily with a lot of hands-on activities. So where'd that all come from? Because I mean, obviously, mm. I mean, let's be honest, scouts do a lot yes. of hands-on stuff. Yes, yeah, scouts do a lot of hands-on <laughs> stuff. And, and a lot of the kids that get engaged in our uh, programs are very keen and very hands-on and they ask lots of questions. And you'll know that from the um, presentations we've been doing with them lately online. They ask lots of questions, so they're very keen and engaged. But there's a whole story to how um, SciScout started. So Canberra has a lot of uh, national institutions. Um, it has the Australian National University. Um, it has na like national museums and the like. Um, and you know people. So I have friends that are astronomers. And they said, well, I was interested in taking some scouts, a bunch of scouts, about 30 to 40 kids up to Mount Stromlo Observatory so that they could learn about astronomy. So my background is as a science communicator. So uh, I have a background in ecology, but a very much an interest in telling stories of science and engaging people. So that's where I came from. And they said, no, let's check out with Brad Tucker. Brad Tucker's your man. Let's talk to Brad. And Brad goes, no, no, let's not take 40 kids up. Let's do a whole open night for them. So <laughs> 1,200 kids registered. 1,800 people later up on the mountain, we had our very first Sci Scouts Reach for the Stars event. And you were meant to do that with 30 kids first. 30 kids and it got bigger <laughs> and bigger and bigger. As anyone who knows Dr. Brad Tucker from Mount Stromal mm. Observatory, he has big ideas. So oh, yeah. um, if, if you uh, don't want to do anything big, don't go near Brad Tucker. <laughs> um, at the moment, he's doing a satellite selfie, but that's pretty much where it all started. So each year we then built upon, um, that was our first partnership with Mount Stromal Observatory. Uh, the kids got to do some observing with the satellites outside with the Canberra Astronomical Society and there was a bunch of talks about the universe 
Um, but they were very engaged. The kids were there from like, it, the night was meant to be seven o'clock till nine o'clock. They arrived at six and we kicked them out at 10. So they were there, they were engaged and um, that's where it all started. So after that, we've um, then evolved into the following year. We had a partnership with um, ANU College, um, the ANU School of Chemistry, and we had uh, worked with them. So Vance Lawrence is a senior technical officer at ANU, but he also happens to be a venture leader. So he knows the what kids do in a, in a scouting program, but he also very much is interested in outreach and getting kids engaged. So that evolved into 1,100 kids through the laboratories at ANU School of Chemistry, um, with them doing uh, blueprinting, uh, they were doing water testing, they made their own slime, but we had them in the laboratories with proper gear, proper lab coats, and they were getting the really great actual experience of being at a university. So it was being on site was really amazing and getting the experience of being at a university where they do real research. That's so cool. Was that, I mean, I'm just trying to imagine this, like when you're engaging like large institutions, it becomes a, sometimes a bit of a, well, you have to get through a few different barriers to be able to make this happen. Um, how was it trying to organise that? I mean, like these aren't small events, really. These aren't. These are not small events. Um, I can actually appreciate, uh, so from Canberra, appreciate the support that the Australian National University has provided to our program. They are very committed to um, outreach, um, and they're very committed to the concept of, like, say, a pipeline of building up skills. So they understand how it is to engage kids when they're really little, inspire them. And then they'll have a lifelong love of, of science. And so they're great, great support. So oh, what a connection. I mean, you can imagine, I mean, the, the kids signs up for scouts. They've got a bit of an idea about what scouts might be, whatever they might have read or watched. And suddenly they're in a, an observatory. And now they're at a university and they're doing water testing. That's really cool. Um, I mean, so... I'd imagine the impact's quite deep. I mean, it, I mean, we've been involved with you doing this this National Science Week. We're going to call it Science Month because it is. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, these kids are really into this. I mean, I they're can just really, tell by their really, questions. And they switched on and they are keen. So by nature, a lot of the kids that are doing scouts, like you have this vision of like it's what we talk about, Sci scouts is scouts, but it's not scouts. It's, uh, scouts as you know it. It's not all about knots and it's that. but they they do do badge work, but that's only in the background of it. But they're into teamwork, but they're also into investigating and understanding the world around them. So they're already by self-selection a group of kids that are very interested and keen and want to know about how well, things work. Absolutely. So, I mean, I mean, the environment's always been part of it. I mean, actually, I was just thinking, as you're saying, it's not just about knots. I was thinking about people who are into topology. But you can have knots in science. But, but the... the, um, yeah. the, but the you could definitely um, get kids of all persuasions into this. And I just love how it's like, it kind of gives them another avenue to explore just outside of traditional learning. And it turns out it then comes back into traditional learning anyway with the stuff that you're doing. That's really, really, really cool. So, I mean, so SciceCast was born in the ACT. Uh, mm. Have you had much interest outside of the ACT with uh, getting involved? 
Well, we definitely have. Well, interestingly, you'll know um, you're working with um, a colleague of mine, Vanessa from WA. She's the branch leader for STEM in WA. And very much I've made some recent connections with the, the new branch commissioner for STEM in Victoria. So there are a lot of people very interested in the model that we, we're running. So as you said before, we're, we're quite experienced and capable at delivering large events. Uh, more recently, over the last few years, we've done things where we've engaged with Robo girls and doing robotics workshops and engineers without borders and we do it's sort of scaled down and there's about 30 40 kids and getting a much deeper learning but so whatever advice I've had to other people that are interested in running similar programs is you do what's best for you so we have yeah. experience capability and connections to do some of these large events which gives kids a taster of what they might like um, but other other organisations or other scouting places might have maybe able to run a, a smaller camp. So they might have 30 kids doing a STEM, STEM camp and just learning about science of water filtration or science of navigation. So you can run that sort of much more in depth and scale it down a bit. So it's horses for courses, everybody's can do. One of the things I really love about it is scouts led. And what I mean by that is not the leader, not the person's in charge of, you know, you know, first scouts, wherever they are, but the kids. And it's yes. really cool because, I mean, it's not just in these um, the video conferences that we've been doing. I mean, I was lucky enough to, you know, invite down to Cambridge for that day we did with the Giants. And you had a bunch of people uh, in that on that day. The kids were leading a lot of the activities, which is really cool because that means they've got, you know, a bit of mastery and honestly ownership, which is so yeah. cool to see. So we definitely have um, a philosophy in scouts of uh, it's, um, scout, uh, youth leading, adult supporting. Um, so yeah, that's uh, definitely what we've run over the last few years is training workshops. So we, while we run these um, days, uh, well, most more recently we did the health day with you. Previous to that, we've run engineer engineering themed extravaganzas and then environment day. Um, but over those last couple of years, we've built up a capability where we do a train the trainer model and we get kids that are slightly older in a mentoring capacity. So Scouts is um, in Australia is aged from uh, five to 25 yep. and there are different sections. So you've got Joey's are our youngest through the Cubs, Scouts, Ventures, are, um, older teenagers and then our young adults, which are, are Rover Scouts. And I have a person on my team, Georgia. Uh, she's a Rover Scout. Um, she's my 2IC for my program. And um, she's actually got a science communication background. But she's using SciScouts as a way to build her skills and capability in science communication, event management, partner, stakeholder management, all those wonderful skills that actually give her great employability. Later. Oh, massively so. I mean, I've seen these. These aren't events aren't like just, you know, just invite one or two people in or, you know, a couple of different groups. These are large. I mean, I mean let's be honest, anyone listening right at the start, it's, it's, you know, you've got a thousand kids up at Mount Stromwell. <laughs> these are big events. The logistics of getting that together is so, yeah. it's so important. And it's not in, in just the timetabling and working out what is appropriate for what age group and do you have the right materials, et cetera, et cetera. And you try and teach the kids to teach the other kids. Yeah. Yeah, and then well, and so that's Georgia who's involved in our in more holistically in our program. But what you're alluding to is um, where we get some of our older teenagers, our venturers, and our scouts, which are younger teenagers, and they actually design and deliver a project as part of a workshop at one of these events. So they might be. We had some kids last year at the health one that you were at. They decided to do 
they were interested and passionate about parkour. And so... That's my son, by the way. Yeah, uh, parkour, the parkour. <laughs> yes, it's all amazing. But what those kids did was they investigated what, what was the importance of movement and how could they build an interactive activity. So these are older, older venturers, so older teenagers, guiding and facilitating young kids through the course that they made, but they don't explain to them what were the benefits of fitness and exercise. So they had to do some thinking about that, but they had to do a whole project in order to work out what materials they needed, what people they needed, how long they were going to run their activity. They all got all those project cutting skills. Well, one of the things that's crossing my mind just then, I mean, there's a, a number of schools, especially all the teachers listening, often we've got these um, extra projects they've got to do after school and bring it back and showcase it, et cetera. There's just really an avenue for them to do this because they can actually create something really cool, which could have worked for the scouts and then they can then say, here's what I did at scouts as their project or whatever it is, or even go further. It's- yeah. So we have a new, a new program. So scouts has recently changed from an older program, which was much, much more prescriptive badges where you might have a science badge or an astronomer's badge. And it was like, it was very much tick, tick, tick. I've done it. Yes. I get the badge. Uh, we have now evolved in a new program that's been in place for about the last two to three years. Uh, across Australia, it's still gradually rolling out, but the ACT has completely moved over. Um, and as part of that, we have special interest area projects. Um, and in particular, we have a STEM and innovation project that they can do. Um, and as part of that, it's very much got a choose your own adventure element. Um, and they can, they've got to set goals on what they need. So they, they have a template that actually helps them think about it, but it's actually, as you said, it's youth leading. They're deciding what they want to do. I've got an idea. I thought, hmm, yeah. I want to know about constellations. So I'm going to investigate constellations. I'm going to set up a, a night where I will observe constellations and then I will report back on what I've learned. But within a project planning frame, framework, which gives them, those skills that they also need. And interestingly, they can actually now have work that's done at school, may possibly be recognised within the Scout badge work system, as long as they've set specific goals and outlines for their project. Oh, totally. I mean, I mean obviously the, the outcomes are important. I was just imagining how that would all link together. I was actually also thinking, are the kids involved with tracking down the partner organisations at all? Because, I mean, there's because that obviously, obviously, uh, adult to adult usually is an easier process. But then again, that's another skill as well. It's a little bit hard to do. But it is same- very, yeah. <laughs> well, they they are they'll be building those skills now. I mean, as a as a fairly new element or way of doing oh, yeah. it as a program. But the idea is that they, if they have an idea and they want to know stuff, then yes, they can track down expertise. Um, someone who can help them and then I can have a mentor that helps them through that project. So that's the idea of trying to think about what your project is and then thinking about who can maybe help me. And then they can investigate getting someone as a, a guide to help them yeah. through their project. That's awesome. I was actually thinking, um, especially people listening in, just wondering, um, did this take much funding to actually pull together? Or is it really just done on a wing and a prayer, like Stephen and Ollie Rank, so to speak? We, we, we're lucky enough that we've had a series of um, funding from National Science Week or Inspiring Australia. But 
in the scheme of things, they're really just for basic materials. Um, But most of it is on volunteer power and the smell of an oily rag. So you're right. And passion, a lot of passion from people in my team and and people as partners, organisations that are wanting to share their interest in science. No, it's fantastic. And obviously engaging some seriously large institutions is no mean feat <laughs> at all. And just really quickly just off the bat, I mean, it's one of those things that momentum builds more momentum, which is always that thing that's really good for the kids to see happen as well. I mean, undoubtedly you'd have more uh, projects, events and things coming up. I mean, so I'm going to ask, what is coming up? What is coming up? So, mm. yeah, building momentum. So this year's theme has been SciScout Space. You guys are part of SciScout Space. Uh, so having built up our program over the last few years, we, we run themes each year. And um, earlier this year, um, Brad from Mount Stromlo came back to us and said, oh, we haven't done some programs with you more recently. So let's set it up for this year. So we'd set up a few dates for this year. COVID came along. Yeah. We, we, uh, we adapted and overcame. Um, we've gone online. So uh, we set with those dates and we've gone online you came along with an idea of let's let's run some national science week events let's do some workshops we ran last week we ran destination moon for i don't know i think we reached 600 plus on the day whoa that's the weirdest thing because i know that like you see this number of screens screens involved you never really know and I you don't really know because yeah. some of those weren't just they were like families at home connected or we had um there were Joey mums and cub packs were sitting there watching. So you, there could have been 15 to 20 kids on a single connection. So we don't know. And then we were, we were working with young stars and we were able to work out getting the Facebook live feed up. And so that's now still up there and there are kids watching it. So they're still watching it. They're, totally I can check still... that out. Jump to the Size Scouts uh, ACT Facebook website. You'll totally see it. It's okay. It, 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 one of those things that, you know, you, it's a live event, but you can still get value out of watching a, you know, recording of the live event because there are experiments you can totally do just following along. It's great. I, I love watching. I could see a kid watching the other day and they laughed at the right spot and they asked a <laughs> question at another spot. So I knew that they were interacting just as much as if it was, was live. It was really, well, it is. really great. In the case, like I, re- I referenced my son before, actually both my son and daughter, they love watching YouTubers in their games, the gaming, the gaming YouTubers. And yeah, it's almost when you watch them, they almost twitch at the same time. It's almost like they're playing the game. It's the other. It's, it's the same thing. It, it, it is useful and, and quite powerful to be involved. Mm. I reckon it's great. So I mean, obviously, there's you know the COVID thing produced the far further reach. Now, I suppose you pretty expected really this year because I mean the yeah. one thing is you have these uh, events and you bus people in or drive them in and yeah, they've got to turn up for the day. And yeah, thing. and it, it's been ACT centric, but mm. this year we had. We had some Joey, uh, Joey Scouts from Singapore join in on our wow. night uh, for the, the Stars, Moon, or the workshops that we ran with you guys. We had kids from every single state and territory in Australia That's online so cool. at the same time. And we've been um, working with Scouts Victoria, obviously they're in lockdown. And so this is giving them an opportunity to still continue their scouting experience, but with some amazing different interactions which totally so which means that i mean we're doing the science thing but let's be honest there's a cultural um exchange there straight away i mean you've got kids from overseas as well i mean i mean some of these events are the kids can't talk with each other but then again some of these individual groups can talk with the other individual groups you know supervised appropriately 
And that's something that you'd never have expected if you signed yourself up for a Scouts program. Cool. It's cool it. and amazing. And well, the, the kids in Singapore actually are Australian scouts. They're connected ah. with Victoria, Scouts Victoria. Yeah. Um, they have their own little group in Singapore. But so they're really, truly Joey scouts from Australia. They just happen to live in Singapore. Do you get to um, connect much with uh, anyone from like, you know, the States or anywhere else? It's just out of curiosity. Uh, I'd love to. I'd love to go on overseas and visit them and see what <laughs> yeah. they do. Um, so there's some very similar programs. Uh, so Scout uh, BSA, so Boy Scouts of America, they run a STEM Scouts program. Yep. And um, Scouts Canada has some very similar components to what uh, Scouts Australia have just introduced. Um, with that choose of own, own adventure, they've got um, journey cards and things. So it'd be really cool to go over there and see what they're actually doing and well, what elements. Well, we've, we, we've obviously learned some things from Sci Scouts, so it'd be that good interaction. So here's the beauty about this thing is because it goes out there, I know that some of you are from the US or Canada listening in and or watching us here. Um, seriously, reach out to Kate. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd like to know what other people are doing and what what. What um, STEM engagement programs you've run for kids that are exciting and interesting? Uh, that's awesome. Hey, I was just sort of just wondering, um, I mean, I mean, obviously you're, you're heavily involved with scouts, but there are people who lead all sorts of organisations outside of school. And that means you've got warm bodies in front of you, 15, 20 kids doing something, um, and they want to introduce some sort of STEM element in any way, shape or form. I mean, what would be some advice you'd say, like your first step? I mean, let's your first step to 1,200 kids on the mountain, but then your first step for 30 kids to engage them in STEM. Like, what, what would you suggest would be thing to start off with? I think making sure that you have some kind of simple, uh, sort of easy to do um, STEM engagement activities. Yep. Um, we have a really cool activity that we've run with Sci Scouts, and it was solar s'mores. And so you wouldn't think that you can make solar use the sun to make yeah. melt your chocolate and your yummy marshmallows with your biscuit. Um, but we've run that as a really great activity with the kids. So it's got a design element. They have to design their, um, their ovens, get oh. it right. And, and so they're actually doing design and actually doing, it's the hands-on element. So yeah, which is, which is pretty cool that we've had to go online this year and it actually has still worked really well. Um, but we're really passionate about the hands-on stuff. So we can't wait oh, totally. for that to that, be back that, happening. But yeah. No, nah, it's awesome. I do remember, I think I designed on their website, the pizza box solar ovens. They work. They do work. But they there do are be- work. But there are better versions. And I love the fact that the kids have to design their own. They do have to design and see how website. it works. Yeah. So we've actually done it. Um, it was 10 degrees on a Canberra winter. And I don't know if anyone knows how cold it can get in Canberra. It's not quite as cold as at some places in America and Canada, but we do get minus eight, minus 10 degrees Celsius. Um, but a 10 degree day in the middle, and we managed to have solar melt in about 12 minutes. I mean, solar melt of the chocolate in about 12 minutes. That's so it's possible. really good. Was that really so they good? can measure it as well. That's a measuring kind of thing. So there's your science to it as well. Tell How me, long did it take for yours to work to yours to work? How, How old were the kids who designed that? Were they, were they like, you know, about high school age? Were they younger? Like, I mean, 12 minutes, that's pretty spectacular, yeah. actually. That was Scouts. So 12 year old. That's really well done. And then one of the things, too, um, sometimes the kids will go, it didn't work. I'm going, well, that's just more feedback. 
That's well, all it is. Science isn't about whether it failed or not. It's about learning and trying again next time to see what might work. Uh, that's awesome. Look, hey, thank you very much for, honestly, it is the middle of National Science Week. So the fact that you could even just spare a little bit of time at this time, considering the programs you've got running, um, it really much appreciated. And, and, and this is all done um, outside of day-to-day work as well. You are a very busy person. Yes, passion. As I said, passion drives it and, and a great team. I have a team that's behind me as well. So as part of our Sci Scouts team here in, in the ACT. So. Awesome. Hey, so if people want to reach out to you, how would they have to do that? How would they do that? Yeah, so you mentioned our Sci Scouts Facebook page. So feel free to send us a message and to follow us on, um, on Facebook. So it's Sci Scouts. Easy. Easy, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Favorite search engine, and you will find it. Find it, uh, definitely. So, and check check out the website because it actually details events that come up. And um, if you're involved in the scouting movement in some way, shape, or form, wherever you are in the world, reach out because there could be a collaboration you've not thought of before. I've got a funny feeling you might be able to come up with something, Kate. With someone, yeah, I'm in sure we'll, space. we'll run with it. Yes, <laughs> it's got to be, uh, and it's about seizing opportunities as well. Oh, uh, exactly. Yeah. Good fun. Well, thank you so much. Uh, We'll uh, enjoy the rest of the National Science Week slash Science Month, and uh, I'll catch you soon with another space program. <laughs> Honestly, it's only next week. Very catch soon. You. Next Monday. <laughs> it is. All right, catch yeah. you soon. Thank you. Bye. We hope you've been enjoying the Physics Ed podcast. We love making science make sense. Why don't you book us for a science show or workshop in your school? If you're outside of Australia, you can connect with us via a virtual excursion. See our website for more. Well, there we go. We just heard from Kate Lahan, who is the Branch Commissioner for STEM and Innovation at Scouts ACT. And it's such a great program. And also, evidence-based, which is such an important thing. Go and check out scoutsact.com.au. Seriously, scoutsact.com.au to find out what Sci Scouts is all about. And by the way, don't forget to follow them on their Facebook page. You can always find out what's the, you know, the latest events. And maybe you can hook up your kids into some of these sessions. It's such a great idea. And I've got this funny feeling it's going to keep growing and growing and growing. And here's a challenge. If you're listening from overseas, reach out. I reckon you could do some really cool stuff digitally too. So uh, enough from me today. As usual, we have more interesting episodes coming up throughout the year and beyond. I hope you're having a fantastic time putting science and STEM into your kids' worlds, no matter where you are and no matter what you're doing. And I hope you're having a blast doing it. Anyway, you've been listening to me, Ben from Phys Education, and this is the Phys Ed Podcast, and I'll catch you another time. You've been listening to another Physics Ed Podcast. We're excited about science. Subscribe to us on iTunes to download the next episode as soon as it's released. And don't forget, for hundreds of ideas, free experiments, our new Be Amazing book and more, go to physicseducation.com.au. That's physics spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. This podcast is part of the Australian Educators Online Network. AEON.net.au